So hi, everybody. Hi, welcome very much to the show. I know it's been a while since I've been on, but life takes over in the summer and it gets a little crazy. But I'm super excited to share with you my friend and mentor, extraordinary. This lady has this lady has probably done the most for my mediumship ever, 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 ever. So today we have Sharon Klingler on with us, and she's going to be talking about her new deck. The Akashic, it's probably backwards for you guys, the Akashic Tarot. So she'll be doing a few mini readings while we're online. So let's start right off the bat okay. with, how did you get into this business? Uh, well, I started, I bought my first tarot deck at the age of 14 because I was really, really interested in it. Okay, you bought it for yourself. I bought it for myself, okay. and I started doing readings. I started doing readings for friends, mm -hmm. and um, and it just kind of blossomed from there. Even before that, I was interested in um, Jose Silva, so oh, yeah. mind control, psychology. Mm -hmm. Then when I went to college, I got a degree in psychology, and um, and but still very interested in paranoid. My um, graduating thesis was on. The difference between um, identity the in psychic experience between identical twins and fraternal twins. Ah, yes. And there yes. actually was this significantly uh, yes. difference. Yes. So very um, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So you've been working it ever since then, ever since yes. your childhood. I mean, I have had other jobs, a plethora of other mm -hmm. jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so have there been other intuitive, psychic, spiritual? happenings or events in your life prior to that? Um, well, you know, I'm an identical twin. Yes. My sister Sandra Taylor and I had, in our youth, had many, many, many of those types of events where one of us would get hurt and the other one would feel it, mm -hmm. as well as um, we used to talk to each other in our sleep. Oh. Yes, and my dad and mom would come yell to yell at us because we weren't <laughs> sleeping yet, and they would come in and start talking to us, and we'd be sound asleep. And it's and of course lots of people talk in their sleep, but we actually had coherent conversations, being That's totally unconscious. That's yeah. interesting. So mm -hmm. your psyches are connected. Right. Yeah. So when you're like half half a world apart. It still happens. It still yes. happens. There have been times where I've been traveling or she's been traveling and we both get a chance to go shopping. We'll come home with this exact same blouse, <laughs> the exact same piece of jewelry. It's really, yeah. That is, it's it's very cool. It is very it is cool. Lots of, yes. lots of fun. Yes. So you've had an amazing career. You yes. really have. And it's, it's, of course, still blossoming, of course. Well, but you. it's just such a fun thing to be able to touch base with you and share your expertise. Now, Sharon just, just taught the Akashic Tarot in Lilydale, where I am today. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to get there because of my schedule. Uh -huh. But uh, tell us a little bit about that and how, how this all came about. Well, you know, I, a lot, I've been, my sister and I have both been teaching the Akashic Records uh -huh. um, for quite some time now. And, um, but as a medium, and, and you know this too, as you get closer and closer to spirit over years, you start to develop a, an ease with the intimacy, yes. you know what I'm saying? And so, and not just an ease with uh, the intimacy of feeling their presence and identifying them, but an ease with the insight that they share. It's like, oh, okay, I got that, I got mm -hmm. that, I got that. And, and um, 
And it really uh, strongly occurred to me that, you know, a lot of people teach the Akashic Records as um, a process where you have to go meditate. And of course, I believe right. in meditation, you know, from now till, the, till doomsday. No, there is no doomsday. Never mind. <laughs> Until the cows come home. How's that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All those cows. <laughs> um, but, um, but you, they, you know, a lot of people say you have to go deep. You have to really give yourself the, um, uh, like, almost like post-hypnotic commands to go in. And it's, it's, and really, you know, what the theosophists back in the 1800s said and what they brought from the East is that um, the Akashic records are in the ethers. Mm -hmm. And for um, the Sikhs, the ethers was one of the elements that made up everything. So the Akashic records is right here, right, right here, here, and right here, mm -hmm. and with this person, and with that person, and in yes. this table, and in that leaf, mm -hmm. and in this tree. And mm -hmm. I wanted very much to make the Akashic records more available to people. Not more available, they're already available. Make people understand how much more available they are. And that's what that's when I started, my sister and I started thinking about the tarot deck. Very neat, mm -hmm. very neat. Mm -hmm. So you've mixed your love of the tarot and your history right. of the tarot with right. your intuition and your knowledge of the Akashic Records. I love that. Right. So you're yeah. melding them together. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's right. great. If you would like Sharon to do a mini reading, she will be doing just a few, using the Akashic Tarot deck that she just produced, then you have to be live on the Zoom webinar, which you have the link. So if you, you can see it on Facebook, just check it out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so raise your hand. I do see we have a couple. So, Sharon, right off the bat, how can people get in touch with you? Well, they can get in touch with me through my website, which is SharonKlingler.com. Um, my sister Sandra and I also share a website that has our downloads, our meditations, mm -hmm. our, our, some of our workshops and our books and things. Um, uh, at um, starbringerassociates.com, spell out the word Starbringer Associates, but like brain eight stars, Starbringer Associates. And of course, um, all of the stuff that we've done for Hay House mm -hmm. is both yeah. on hayhouse.com and amazon.com. Okay, cool. So, and all your readings and appointments now are done um, remotely, correct? No, no, I do people in person here. Yes, here, as well as in Cleveland. I have an office on the west there side of go. Cleveland. I am a registered medium here in Lilydale. Mm -hmm. But um, I would have to say, because a lot of people know me around the world and they can't come to Cleveland or Lilydale, um, I would have to say about 70% of my readings are on the phone, not on Skype. I do not have the technical wizardry. <laughs> If you would like a free mini reading with Sharon where she's using the Acacia Carol, um, yeah, absolutely. You've got to raise your hands, please. Tell us a little bit about Lily Dale, okay. first of all. Yeah. Excellent. Yes. In I a have, nutshell. Yes. In a nutshell. Very brief nutshell. Um, Lilydale is the largest and oldest spiritualist camp in the world. Um, it started in the 1870s as, um, that's why they call it camp, because it started as a camp program. 
and people would come and set up tents and um, talk about, um, it was actually, at first it was known as the Free Thinker Society. Yeah. And so it was not as much solely about spiritualism and life after death. Um, but uh, but in at that time, they would come just for a couple of weeks and then it just started to grow and grow and there started to be mediumship, um, uh, you know, out at, in the woods, in two different places in the woods, and um, healings. And so they made a healing temple that was in the 1950s. And so now it's just a wonderful group of little mm -hmm. Victorian cottages that's a gated community that's gated actually only for the season, mm -hmm. which is, they change the season. Next year, it starts a week earlier. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah, June 21st, I think it yeah. is, the third Friday of June up until the day before Labor Day. Mm -hmm. And you can just do the free stuff from 8.30 in the morning to 8 o'clock at night. You know, yes. all of the healing yes, temple and the, um, the, the message services and, um, all, everything, meditations, yeah. everything. So, but then they also, of course, have the educational work, which is why you are here this week. This is why I'm here That's this right. week. Yeah, yeah, I was teaching a couple classes. Yeah. I've been coming here since I think it was 1996, uh -huh. taking classes off and on. And sometimes I just come up to just relax yeah. and kind of tune in and zone out. And right. Yeah. But I have been teaching just the last couple of years because I've never really applied before. I was like, oh, okay, fine, let's do this. Yeah. But anyway, so... Tell us about also, so how did you get all your artwork? How did you figure out all the lessons? I can't imagine the work that went into this. It is a lot of work. Um, on uh, Card Deck, we don't do the art, but we have a very, very strong connection um, and collaboration. We, we had two artists because Hay House didn't want to take a year and a half. To do okay. it. So mm -hmm. we had two artists, and each artist had, I can't remember, it was an eighth of them one time period to finish half the deck. Wow. And we had to make sure their art conformed with each other, which I think of course. was very successful. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we would say, okay, we need this. This is the picture we're looking for. And then they'd give us that picture, and they'd say, we'd say, oh, but um, this point needs to be read because of the, you know, the metaphysical yes. symbolism. Yep, yep. And, and this that person needs to be pulled out of the background because it's about you know so there's a lot a there lot, was a, a lot, lot of back and forth lot back and forth oh right? my gosh so it took i would have to say from beginning to end from the time we made the pitch to the time it came out it might have been two and a half years wow. maybe at least two well i'm telling you what because i have the deck myself and i've gone through this i can't tell you how many times and i just love it oh good I thank you i just absolutely love it now I have to admit, I've had a lot of tarot decks, and I have to admit, I've gotten rid of a lot of tarot decks. Oh. This one won't be one of them. Oh, good. This one won't be one of them. That's one um, of you know, you, you pick up a deck, or you pick up a book, and you think, no, it's not for me. Right. Mm -hmm. This this was definitely not the case. Um, whether it's the artwork, and it's usually the artwork, to be honest with you, usually the mm -hmm. artwork that, that attracts me to the deck in the first place. Right. Because I'm not the best tarot reader. Mm -hmm. I read intuitively. That's I read. Exactly I read what the pictures tell me. That's you exactly know? how to read. Yeah. When I teach tarot, I tell people, whenever you're getting a new deck of cards, you don't open the book for two months. Yeah. Do not yeah. open the book for two months. You play with the cards. You let them speak to you. You see what the story is. Mm -hmm. You let yourself feel the emotions. You read what they tell you intuitively. And then open the book. 
later on. Because it's reading cards is not about being in your left brain and right. remembering what somebody else's meaning was. Exactly. So so here's an example, everybody, right? So if you're watching, to look, can I mess up your card? Yeah, oh, honey, okay. yeah they're already messed okay. up. I, do. I know they're all in order, right? Numerical order. Okay. So one of the things that, that I would like to do, and this is just an example for you guys that of just that, you know, where everyone's going to receive their own intuition according to the picture, okay? So mm -hmm. I'm going to look at a card, get my initial in, in uh, oh, I like him. He's a hunk of burning love. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy real close. The king of roses. Okay, so tell me what that says to you. I know what it says to me, baby. Okay, so um, the king of roses, of course, roses is the suit of the heart. Um, but of course, he, and usually red heart, red roses are passion and love and that type of thing. White roses, purity and spirit and that type of thing. And so he is the king of roses, which is often in, indicates the man who's filling the role of mm -hmm. a husband, father, right. you know, home person. But notice that he's walking through yellow roses. Yeah. So it's somebody, yellow is communication and mind mm -hmm. and healing, and it's somebody, and he's holding the, the different roses. Um, it, 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 even if it's somebody who, a man who comes home, let's say, if it mm -hmm. comes home, the, the man who comes home, he brings with him an insight and a foundation of sensitivity of mind and creativity and um, awareness of others. I love there's, that. There's a deeper awareness here with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my flash, really simple interpretation is, you know what? <laughs> my first thing was like, this dude's hot. <laughs> <laughs> But well, that was a, I have to tell you, that was a prerequisite for all the dudes <laughs> in my deck. <laughs> well, yeah, hello. Okay, so honestly, so I see this. This looks to me, you know how you, you see something, but you don't really see it, you yeah. know? Uh -huh, sure. I felt like he was going down on one knee. Oh, I see. I felt Very like he was nice. just about ready to go down on one knee. I He's got like a little bouquet that. of flowers in his hand. I like that. And I feel like. So, and of course, as we know, it doesn't have to be about like a marriage proposal. It could be like, come to me, you know, let's bring together, um, but someone like, come, like, let's go, you know, let's do this together. Mm -hmm. So, but that was just a quick thing. I love uh, that idea. It's just a quickie thing, you know. That's but great, it, honey. But, but it, see, it shows you how everybody, it shows you guys, yes. how everybody can look at one card or piece of art or inspiration or whatever and get something different and it's all right right that's actually when when mm -hmm. i when sandra and i did the acacia tarot acacia records class this past weekend here in lilydale um one of the things is to you know look into not just look into a card let's wait to um look into a card this is one of my favorite decks um, oh, uriel yeah. and the sphinx mm -hmm. with the full moon above and um but not just look into it, which you do, and you intuitively connect with different elements and even a small piece that tells a little part of the story, mm -hmm. but also to step into it yeah. and move right into mm -hmm. the experience and place yourself there and kind of listen to the whispers between Uriel and the mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And then of course, once you practice that, you can go into any art museum or anything and touch in with the Akashic Records in any painting whatsoever. Yeah. 
So let's take the first person who is Misty, right? So okay. Misty, I want you to be aware that you will be on video. You have to be on video to be in this, okay? So I'm going to promote you to panelists. So give us just a second, and you'll log right on, and we'll be able to see you. And I will unmute you. Just a minute. Unmute. Hi. How are okay. you, sweetheart? <laughs> Fine, thanks. Good, good. You need to speak up just a little bit. Okay. Hi. So, how do you want to do this, Sharon? Did you want her to ask you a question, or do you want just to do a random pull of the cards? Well, um, I think we can do a question, absolutely. Is that what you'd rather do? I, if, since we're doing these three readings, I would do either a three or a five card spread. So, um, which are easy. Let's go for a three. Okay. Yep. All right. So, um, do you have a question, or do you want just me just to, to tell you it all? Tell me it all. Okay. All right. <laughs> So I'm just going to shuffle once and think your name into the cards since you're not here to shuffle. And there we go. And I'm going to cut once too. Okay. So here we get. And now it's going to be, I'll hold it up um, in, in after I put all four of them down. Okay. Okay. All right. So here we have the first card out. And that goes here is the, um, oh, that's great. That's the King of Keys. And this is a man in your life who um, in recent months you have made very important. Do you understand who that is? You don't have to reveal anything about your life. Just say yes or no. I want to make sure if I'm missing, everybody has a different, um, there's a different application for every card. Now, but this is, this is a man who is important in your life, and it could be a boss, you know what I'm saying? But do you understand who that is? Say yes or no. Um, Faster it, than that. Is it supposed to be someone new? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Fast. Okay. okay. An important man in your important life. Important man in your life. Huh? Yeah, you got it? Okay. Yeah. okay. So now this, it's followed by the um the the ego views of the ego and you can see in this card that the man in the middle is looking at his reflection in the mirror and there are two people on either side of him and you can't even see their reflection in the mirror because he's making himself more important so the man that you've just identified has been a little bit problematic for you because he hasn't had the sensitivity to think of other people and indeed even think of you. Do you understand that? Say no if it's no. No. Okay. Then you <laughs> need to be aware of it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. If this is not the man you're thinking of, it could be a um, person who's coming in the next month or two. Very immediate okay. though. It's not next year. It's the next okay. month or two. But be aware that with the views of the ego card following, that this man who looks like somebody you want to make more important than maybe you should until you find out whether or not his ego is very much in play. Okay. okay. Now, the next card out is in the garden, and that's a card of significant playfulness. Um, and it's time, especially this next four weeks, six weeks, you really should either be taking a trip. I know summer's almost over, but getting together with your friends or doing something that really relaxes you and puts you out of the grind. Do you have that planned already? 
Yes. Excellent. Be aware that when this King of Keys comes, that you kind of don't pull the wool over your eyes a little bit. Okay. And that's happened before. Okay. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> that's happened before, right? Probably. Don't, yes. Yes, I know it has, probably. so it probably. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, denial ain't just a river. <laughs> <laughs> just be aware, honey, because this person might have more self-involvement than other involvement. And the cards wanted you to know that. Okay. Okay, Panky. Okay, thank you. Very good. All right, Missy. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Missy. Thank you. Okay. Whoops, whoops. I bet she wishes she had asked a question. Yeah. Sometimes you got to look at that, right? So tell us what you have coming up. Well, actually, it's very some very exciting news. You know, my sister and I are both authors with Hay House. Yes. And uh, they recently, um, they're going to create, or they're in the process right now, of creating a tarot card and oracle card certification program. Ooh, so nice. yes, so if you take this program and you can prove that you looked at all of the, there's like, it's gonna be like 45 hours long. It's a big program. Right, good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have six authors teaching it, of which Sarah and I are, um, an author each, and um, uh, I did actually, even though I uh, did the, I did a half hour maybe on the Acacia Tarot, mm -hmm. but really um, the most things, I mean, I've been to reading the, the uh, Wade Smith deck for mm -hmm. most of my life, mm -hmm. so actually I like seven and a half hours of that, so I'm very happy to say that um, I'm the Hay House expert on the Rider Weight. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so, but that actually, once you take that and you take a test, you have to take a test. If you don't pass the test, you don't mm -hmm. get the certification. But once you get that, you can actually say, I'm a Hay House certified um, tarot reader or Very oracle nice. card reader. So, that actually, we shot that this summer and uh, they'll be in post production for a while. But that should go up in uh, January. Very nice. So, and um, and actually, I'm I'm not I'm not doing too much teaching this fall. Um, I'm working with a lot, a couple of people who work on my um, the, all of my. You should see how technical I am. <laughs> Somebody else has to do the she, technical. They're working on your stuff. That's right. They're working on my stuff, and um, so we're working on it together to try to get some of the workshops that we've done on our website at downloads. Mm -hmm. So I'll be very excited yes, about very getting good, that stuff done. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. That is great. Mm -hmm. So and what's your website address again? It's um SharonKlingler.com and um our where we sell our products is starbringerassociates.com. Mm -hmm. I will have all the links and all the numbers and all that kind of fancy schmancy stuff up on the show notes when I post it live to the Facebook group. You'll also see it on Sharon's page if she puts it up, so that's available as well. Um, or if my other person who knows how to do that puts it up. <laughs> I could do it. Oh, there you go. Yes, yes. Um, you'll also find the audio recording on iTunes, so you can also do that, okay? Which is lovely. Absolutely that's lovely. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get Ruthie on the line. Hello, Ruthie. Here she comes. 
Don't Ruthie your sideways, honey. You've got to turn your, oh. turn your thing. Sorry. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go. Hi, Ruthie. Hi. Hi. Thanks. Hi. Do you have a question for Sharon? Do you have Sharon? a question for the cards? Not really. Not okay. really. Just, just. I'm just trying to put Ruthie into the cards for a second to get your energy right in there. There we go. Ruthie. All right. So let's do three cards. Okay. Oh, isn't that interesting? Okay, so the first card we have is the War of the Roses. But if you can see the two, the white rose and the red rose, they're standing opposite each other. They're not really combating each other. They're just kind of standing and looking at each other. This tells me that there's a situation probably in your family, but it could be at a work situation where some people are not seeing eye to eye with other people. Do you understand that? Is there uh, is someone in the family who is in some kind of disruption in their own life, uh, just bringing disruption, not even disruption, because they're not in the uh, experience of attack. They're just looking and watching. Is, have you heard some? Yes. You understand that. Okay. So the, when this card comes up right, it's actually indicative of the situation, but it does not indicate that there, there's going to be a full-blown explosion or anything like that. It should be aware of the situation, be as helpful as you can, but don't get overly involved because the person or people it involves really are in their own thing. And so it's, you're not going to change it. You see what I'm saying? So you understand yes. that. Now, number two is for you. This is Paths Unknown. And so this is a wonderful, wonderful card, card of discovery of something new for you to learn, some new path for you to go down. You see how she's got all the scrolls in her basket there? And um, because scrolls are study and mind and opening to new awareness. And she's saying, should I go down this path? Should I go down that path? That one is a little darker than the other. And it still looks interesting. So something in the next couple of months, and you probably already have an inkling of it, but something in the next couple of months is going to be coming your way where you will be able to take classes or to do something that really pulls you into a really heightened sense of discovery for yourself. So be aware of that because it really is very, very exciting. And now you want to talk about hunky men in the Acacia Carol. We have the Archangel Raphael, <laughs> and there he is, the Archangel Raphael. First of all, he is the healing <laughs> angel. Um, and I have to ask, honey, do you have any arthritis? No. You, you don't have any. Who's the person who has arthritis or lower back pain, hip pain, in your family around you? Do you know who that is? Well, my granddaughter's got back pain right now. Okay, because. As I touched in with that card and literally looked at Raphael handing out this green globe of powerful golden green energy, it, um, it almost felt like he said, okay, I'm bringing this to the bones, to the joints, to the back. And so we actually have Raphael, the Archangel Raphael, involved in helping your granddaughter with her back right now. But the other thing that the okay. Archangel Raphael brings, especially since he followed the three, the, the paths unknown, the three alternative paths, 
is that one of the things that you might want to investigate is either working with the angels or Reiki or be doing some healing yourself, not for yourself, okay. but I mean, as a healer, like, oh, goosebumps, I just got goosebumps with that. So that could be one of the paths for you because okay. Reiki is working with you. He's not only just bringing this energy to your granddaughter, but he's also working with you. So know that he's going to he's going to be helpful in opening up one of these paths. Exciting stuff. Okay, great. Like Thank you. Man. Appreciate it. So can you tell me, this is an archangel, where are his wings? Does Raphael not normally uh, project him or herself with without wings? Right, no, Raphael is often depicted in art with his wings mm -hmm. and um, with a fish and with Tobias. Often Tobias is shown, Tobiah is shown as a young boy. Um, but the, the biblical account is that Tobiah, as a young man, needed to find his wife. And for some reason, there were no suitable women in his own hometown, okay? So Raphael came to guide him to a very distant territory to find a specific woman whom he was told is the person for him. Mm -hmm. So he is the, but in that arena, when he did that, he came without wings. He was in impersonating a human. Mm -hmm. yep. So he is actually one of the angels that is depicted more, most as a human. But so he takes, um, he takes Tobiah to this woman in the distance, and I don't think this has anything to do with you, honey. I, <laughs> this next part is kind of funny. She had tried to marry a number of people, and they, they but she was possessed by demons when it came to love, and so she always would kick them out or not marry them yeah. or something like that. Okay, so Raphael came and healed the demons and cast out the demons and healed her. So any of you out there that are in a love relationship that seems to be possessed, <laughs> and now that's a joke, it's not a real thing, okay. but you, where there's, you know, there's definitely difficulty in coming together, Raphael's your guy, your archangel to work with, okay, but he is the one that is depicted most often without his wings, and in this case, without his shirt. Let's do this <laughs> again. Talking with Sharon Klingler about her new deck, the Acacia Carol. Now, where can they get this? They can get that at Amazon.com, Playhouse.com, and um, our website as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very good. And in many bookstores, actually. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, Tanya, I'm going to promote you to panelists. Here you go. Hi Tammy. Hi Tammy. Hi dear. You got a question? Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. <laughs> I've talked about you many times, Lisa. I've seen you many times. I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you next. <laughs> <laughs> My friends talk about you. We love you. <laughs> Thanks, honey. So, do you have a question, Tammy? Um. Yeah, I have some. Um, I have some changes coming at work and it's um, a little s stressful and I have, um, I have a lot of, I've seemed to have been to a lot of funerals in the past year and a lot of people have been sick and terminally ill and just things and I'm like, ooh, just 
you know, stressful. And mm-hmm. I just don't know. Sometimes you're like, is it in the air? Should I not drink the water? I mean, what's going on around here? <laughs> you know, it's like. Don't, don't, don't worry that you're going to catch anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. But let's see what's happening. And, you know, there are certain various times, even astrologically, where people, there might be an open door to the spirit world, but not for you, just because it's other people around you. It doesn't mean, don't apply it to your life. That's not, there isn't necessarily a bleed through on that. Right. So let's take a look at your work situation. And we'll pull, um, oh, look at that. Ooh. 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 What's that? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So the first card up is up in the air. You see the man and woman? There's yes. the hilltop and they're looking up at the balloon and they can't see what's in the basket. They know something's coming. They don't know what it is. So actually, whatever's happening at your work, there's still some unknowns left. You mm-hmm. don't know the whole situation. They haven't told you the whole situation. But actually, this often is a harbinger of good news. So I want to tell you not to worry, especially with it being followed by the queen of forces. Now, in this shakeup or changes at work, is it possible that you would be given more um, duties? Oh, yeah. Job description? Yes. This is a card of greater power. and, And to be honest with you, you can handle this power, but it might not necessarily be what they would call a promotion with the greater i mean they might have greater expectations of your level of industry right um, but without necessarily saying oh we're going to call you you know the ceo or you know this thing is happening so that's exact that's exactly right though they are wanting it's not the promotion but they're wanting more work wanting to change that. things, wanting you to know things, wanting you to be better at things, wanting you to do things differently. And, and I took the role as the union steward, which has allowed me to have more of an insight and, and be more involved and, and, and have to kind of understand what's going on. And it's, but it's not a promotion. It's just, it's not a promotion, but in, right. in many ways you have more power about it. Yes. More expectations are placed upon you both probably from management and the union. Exactly. And it doesn't surprise me because look what's next. The queen of scrolls, which is the woman communicator. Oh, that's me. (laughs) What you're doing as as the union steward. I also want to tell you that this position, the union steward, you're not going to be able to shake that off with a stick. Once you're, you're going to be in it. Okay, so I yeah. don't know if you thought you took it for temporarily, but you mm-hmm. can get rid of that idea. That's not true. Okay. Oh, that's very, that is, that is true what you said, though. I was <laughs> thinking, I'll just do this till someone else better comes along. Yeah, but that's but not then, yeah, 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 then I'm like, mm, we'll yeah. see, yeah. <laughs> yeah so keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Also with the Queen of, Forest, uh, the queen of uh, Scrolls, in your job at the company, you may end up training people. Do you I do train, train people. people. You do train people. So yes, I do. Training. There's more of the union steward. There's greater power. And it's actually a very dynamic place to be unless you want to get any rest. <laughs> well, you learn to say no. <laughs> <laughs> the 
really busy. Really yeah. busy. Yes. 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 I was just joking. But you can have <laughs> power here, honey. So let yourself see, let everybody see it and yeah. sense it. Thank you, Tony. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. All righty. So, yeah, so we have, oh, there is another person. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do this. Um, Susan has her hand raised. Oh, there oh, we go. Goes. Can you see me? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Hi. 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 Oh, look at the nice little. Yeah. Little oh, yeah. I'm outside. <laughs> yeah, we see that. <laughs> got a nice little playhouse. Um, yes. Um, I'm I'm kind of wondering a little bit about past life stuff. Oh, okay, excellent. Okay, so I'm just going to put say your name in my mind and breathe it into the cards, and we'll see what we have for you. Okay. Wow, Akashic field on track and in crescent moon. I love all these cards. Okay, so the first card out is the acacia field. Now this is the card that talks to like set those prompts. You got some strong spirit people with you, dearie. Yes, um, yes you know that, huh? So the acacia field is not just about acacia records like being information. It's also you're in a lifetime phase right now where your past life influences are coming to bear for you to have a greater sense of your strength and psychic powers, spiritual gifts, and powers, as well as knowledge. And that field is opening up for you. I don't know if you feel as if you're on the, the brink. Do you, um, do you have yeah. a sense of that? Yes, okay. And now um, the on track card is what's next. And you're going to be getting in the very immediate future, you might've even started this in the spring, um, getting on track for a greater discovery of some of those psychic forces. And if you could see the signs in the card, there's, um, uh, you've actually had a number of past lives going a number of different directions, like you might have been a medium in a past life. I'm talking about the psychic gifts, because that's what the occasion, I'm sure there are other things. We all have lots of different um, past life stuff to work on with relationships and work and that type of thing. But since it was the Acacia Forces out, we're going to be um, that the, the pretty much right now what we're talking about is all of your diversity that you've had from past lives where you've been a healer before and you might have been an astrologer before. Lots of intuitive and healing abilities that are coming up, like bubbling up right through the ground into the surface now. And then we have the Increscent Moon. I love it. This is a moon that points to the left. That means it's a moon on a, a waxing moon that is getting bigger. That's increase in crescent. And that's the, it's a crescent shape. It's increasing. Okay. And this is, means that you are, again, moving into an increasing time because of some of your past life influence. That's that sign with all of those different tracks that you've been on. But this also shows, this card is a card of a creative person and a lot of artistry there. So besides the psychic gifts, this new experience of power might present itself to you in ways that are creative. I'm not saying you have to be, you know, the next Stephen King. You can even create a new business. You can create, 
you know, there's your <laughs> you're creating a new life for yourself and it's going to express in new ways, but really not new ways because you've done them before in past lives. You just haven't done them all in this life. Okay. So very exciting stuff. And by the way, in Crescent Moon also increases finances as well. So <laughs> yay, yay. So do you want to do something psychic? Yes. Okay. Yes. You need to really open the door and hit the ground running with that, honey. Don't hold yourself back on that. That Akashic Force card indicates you are in the right time. And I don't just mean this week or next week, but this year, next year, it's like just a field of energy available to you. I'm teaching in the Clearwater area at the end of October. Meet me down there. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And, and vacation too, of course. I should have come to Lilydale. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So, Thank you so much. Oh, Thank you, honey. You. Take care. Thank you. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank yes, you so much. Oh, thank you. This is such a great way to tap into the intuitive self. And we all have it, right? So the deck we're looking at today is the Akashic Tarot by Sharon Ann Klingler and her sister, Sandra Ann Taylor. Um, you, can, you can get this everywhere. Just type it in, do a Google, do an Amazon, do a Hay House or whatever. Do your search, and it's an amazing deck. And it surprisingly, it's not really a traditional deck because it's only sixty-two cards. Yeah, I have to speak to that. There yeah. are a lot of people on Amazon that says this this is a great deck, most beautiful, but it's not a tarot. But it's not a tarot deck. And that tells me that the person and and there's even one that says I don't know much about it, but I've talked to two people who really know all about tarot, and they say this isn't a tarot. I still gave it five stars because it resonates with me, it's always accurate, and, but it's not a terrible. Okay, people who tell say that, tell me that they haven't gone back and studied the Taroki decks of the 1400s, Ooh. because that's where tarot comes from. Taroki is tarot, Italian, mm -hmm. okay? So, and yes, some of them had the regular number of cards, some of them had um, uh, major arcana, yes, but some of them yeah. had, and some of them had um, 69 cards, some of them had 50 cards, and those were Taroki decks, so, I mean, it's, and there were some that were, actually had so few cards, they were called Tarofin, which means little, little, Tarot, yeah. so, if, if you think it has to have, you know, XYZ number of cards to be a tarot deck, you need to do some investigation because there's lots right. of taroki decks which started tarot in the 1400s, okay? And it's kind of like if we were to go another 400 years and um, people who were in architecture were to say, okay, I know what a skyscraper is. I know exactly what a skyscraper is. And that flat iron building in New York, it's not made of glass, it's not right. made of steel, it's not tall enough, it's not a skyscraper, okay? Yes, it is, gang. It's a really, it's a skyscraper. It was one of the first skyscrapers. And just because what it was then isn't what you know it to be now doesn't mean that what it was then 
was actually not can't be correct. Yes, yes that's right. I love it. So, so yeah, that makes sense. Well, thank you for speaking. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely. Pretty interesting yeah. I have heard people saying that. Because I don't know enough about it. I just like mm -hmm. Yeah, no. that's right. So, Catokini, think of Little Terror. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, once again, please, will you tell everybody how they can get the deck or how they can find you online? Okay, you can go to SharonKlingler.com. Um, or Starbringer Associates. Um, those are our two websites, my two websites. And um, and if you you know would like an appointment or something, you can also call my office. My office number is 440-871-5448. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're welcome. So everybody, until next week or next time, depending upon my schedule, <laughs> may you seek the divine, be the divine, and reach the divine. God bless. Mm -hmm.